So this is our entering, crossing the threshold. So entering is always a crucial time. We can move from one way of being, one way of operating, one set of locations, familiarities, routines, to another. So naturally there's a certain disorientation that occurs, which is useful. Because it helps us to realize how, oh, you know, what happens when that's gone? Oh, what happens when I'm doing this? You know, how does that affect? How to change of outward conventions and processes which are not immoral or cruel, but just strange. And the mind, we have to in a way go beneath this mind of circumstances into the heart of meaning, something that transcends and should infuse our circumstances. You know, we want meaning, value in our lives, and uh, naturally we want that to, to enter into our living situations, into where we're living and how who we're relating to. But things do get a bit clogged. <laughs> we do get sort of stuck and a bit stale. Uh, familiarity breeds stagnation staleness, habitualness, habits. So we kind of shake up a little bit, come out, and helps us to once again realign to our values, our meaning, our purpose, and to also realize wonderfully we have a purpose, which is not just, uh, you know, the clock and the duties. We have something deeper than that. Beautiful. So this is our occasion. And uh, here we're at Welcome to Gaia. Mm. Gaia is a word that um, theoretically uh, basically refers to a Greek goddess of the earth, but has become to mean something more like a recognition of the sacred living biosphere, planet, much more than just dead rocks, but living, interacting, interconnected cosmos that we are part of. We're not separate from it. We're part of it. That's both amazing, mysterious, because it's, you know, it speaks languages that we don't understand. Uh, and it helps to transform us from dominating and strutting around on top of the earth into mutual, grateful participation. And this will become incredibly valuable if we bring forth our values and virtues into this interconnected domain. That was always the teaching of the ancients, you know, the human being their participation in the cosmos is vital. You know, uh, and if we ignore that, then the whole thing shatters and becomes dead, uh, broken up. Mm. 
There's always been a, an understanding in many spiritual traditions, and in the Buddhism is echoes that. The human being is a ethical compass, ethical center, if they're ethically attuned. So we come into a situation such as this, we, we begin to um, call upon, uh, bring to mind world-encompassing qualities, which are not about circumstance, not about personality, not about location, not about time. And uh, the, the one that mo we're most uh, easily attuned to is ethics. This, this covers the world and if we don't cover the world we end up hanging out in one corner of it and hanging on <laughs> getting stuck in a little me mind bit of it and so the value of ethics is to yeah, take us into universal uh, values and respect and proper relationship which we are capable of so today we're going to commit to these eight precepts, which are an archaic language, an archaic form. And actually, archaic language can sound kind of clunky, and it is clunky, but it's archaic, and that's not bad, because it gives you the sense of, you know, hey, this is thousands of years. You know, you're looking at an old you know, an old thing, not as a sense of something that's kind of fuddy-duddy, but something that's carrying the the gravity of a thousand years, thousands of years, of people tuning in and aligning themselves to ethics, simplicity, renunciation, you know, we could say in contemporary terms, living lightly on the earth a light footprint, renunciation. Take only what you need, no more. Make, a, make that joyful thing, you know, I can do that. Mm. Yeah. So if we recite the words, I think it's just if we get behind those, and I'll certainly, we'll together, Laura and I will kind of perhaps tease out some of the implications of that in broad detail and also just in specific reference to this circumstance we're sharing here. Yeah. You know, the cosmos is a shared quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But before we um, enter on that, just give you some time to really land, locate, find a location intimately through your body. And the body is a great uh, clarifier for the mind, which spins and streams out. The body's a nice kind of gravity to it. It helps to just let all that flurry, find a place to settle. So we'll take some time for embodied presence. So this evening we're just going to use sitting form, a very familiar form. That we isn't be all and end all, but it's a, it's a handy form because then you create a broad base. You know, you're sitting in a chair, 
or whatever you're sitting on, get a sense of the broad base of the body, legs, yeah. in that sense of planted onto the, not onto the planet, but even kind of, if you like, play with the idea of rising from the planet, yeah, right? like a tree. What's that contact point or contact experience with the ground beneath you? that carries you constantly, supports you. Let yourself feel supported by it. Relax. Mm. Know you have this body, or this body is here. Embodied presence is here. And just the tuning your nervous system to this rather slower rate of input on the verbal data and the things we handle all the time. Just the simple data of physical contact, taking that in. And then recognize this sitting form as arising from the ground, arising, spinal axis, rising like a trunk of a tree. Mm. Tuning into that, getting a receptors, physical feel, Now it's different from lying down. There's an energy there. We're so familiar with it, we probably don't even really notice it. Unless you're lying down and you sit up, you suddenly feel a big shift. It's the rising upright energy. And let your body open to that. So recognize the space around you. Obviously, we know this as an idea, but feeling it, the absence of resistance, the absence of any form of resistance, any form of intrusion. The space has no intrusion, there's no agenda unobstructed, nor intrusive. 
You can feel your body expand into it as the inhalation comes in. And as the exhalation passes, subsiding. Uh, if we're wrapped in space. So extend that as you're sensing your body through the neck and the head. Head is not separate from the rest of the body. Uh, spine rises through the back. Let your arms come away from the side of your chest just enough so you're not unconsciously restricting your chest. Now your shoulders to drop a little, flex a little. Uh, you can wriggle yourself into the space, get comfortable in it. Open the space around the body, let your breathing be fuller, more complete, and the inhalation, the rising quality of inhalation coming up through your chest, top of your chest, throat. Mm. Back of the mouth. As if the breath is holding, balancing the head. Like a ball on top of a fountain. Hmm. And breathing out. Everything's rest, resting down into the ground. So through this current, energetic current of uh, inhalation, exhalation, connecting earth to sky, the body as a conduit, openness above us, ground beneath, space around. Hmm. Entering Gaia.
Once again, feel free to wriggle yourself comfortably into your space. You, know, you want to flex your shoulders or adjust your neck, fingers. So we're really encouraging the, the physicality to open. This awareness of the body internally, which we can sense this uh, movement of breath energy. It's got its own rhythm to it. And sensing externally, we can feel the coolness, the openness of the space. ground beneath us, sky above, naturally the breath moving between those two domains. Welcome to Gaia. possible just to tune into a very significant uh, area within that which is your skin mm. your skin is, is uh, an interface it's communicating Just acknowledge that this entire form that we sense ourselves as inhabiting, 
as one layer. Skin covers everything. From the top of the head to the soles of the feet, it's one skin. And all of it is alive, sensitive, all of it. So rather than focusing on any particular point, the awareness that's just receptive to that phenomenon, this living tissue, which you can, if you sense it, you can feel it tingle. All sorts of subtle signals and tingles Mm, moving across that like wind across water. Some of it may be, you know, the coolness or the warmth or whatever in the room. Some of it may be the energy in your body. Yes, there's that interface. Uh, sensing that. Because if we really sense that and let it open to its intelligence, its sensitivity, you really feel part, just an undivided part of this cosmos, mm, internal, external, both alive and safe. Safely held, safely in this. Welcome to Gaia. If you can progressively settle into that domain, just noticing any muscles that aren't needed to be operating, particularly the face muscles, fingers, hands, how much is necessary. Because uh, if it's not needed, 
then it creates an unnecessary intrusion into the domain, the tension or the gripping or the, there's no need it, it intrudes into the openness and the fluency of the space that we are part of. Fingers, face, shoulders. Relaxing the mind, the most um, busy intrusion, mm, how much is needed. <laughs> <laughs> 